and you're in. There we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Disney Antiquities and Collectibles. My partner and I would like to welcome the legendary Bill Farmer. Uh, you may all know him. Mr. Farmer, good afternoon. How you doing today? How's your Thank Sunday you. going? Getting to be in a Disney antiquity. So yeah. <laughs> it's very oh, don't, don't, No, don't label yourself as that. You're not, you're not just yet. <laughs> oh, Disney legend, yes. Antiquity, no. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, Disney legend. You know, I, I wanted to ask you the first thing. You 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 keep something that's very important to you. It's a book of matches, and it's from March 16th, 1982. Ooh. Oh, Can my tell gosh. Tell us about that date, March 16th, We've been talking to Jennifer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, that is a place called The Comedy Corner in Dallas, Texas. It was the, uh -huh. the first time that I went on stage as a stand-up comic. I had gone to that club a couple of times before, and they had an open mic night on Tuesday nights where anyone could get up and do five minutes of comedy. And, you know, I grew up with all the great comics on TV, Ed Sullivan show and all of that kind of stuff. And I always thought that'd be so cool. And I've always loved comedians. And I thought, you know, do I have the guts to go up and try this? Well, I finally got up the guts <laughs> and and went up, wrote a little five minute doing surprise, an impression. Surprise. Thing, and uh, it got some good response. And the uh, the house comic in that club at the time was a guy who's gone on to much more fame, uh, Bill Ingvall. And he uh, was really, with, uh, yeah, uh, Jeff Foxworthy, you know, and and yeah. uh, and the the you know they've done movies and he's done really well. And he was the first one that said, you know, you ought to try this more often. You ought to come back. And so I started going back and uh -huh. everything. Long story short, it turned into a career for several years as a stand-up comic. Whoa! My coming out to California in 1986, and uh, without that, there wouldn't have been uh, my career as goofy or anything else. Have you done all the comedy houses? It, 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 I've done a lot of them. Yeah, I've done uh, you know the Ice House. Uh, I've uh, done, uh, of course, the Improv, uh, the Comedy whoa. Store, all of those. And uh, yes, it was, that's a tough way to make a living though. It can be brutal, especially the yeah. first three months. Oh, you're on the road and everything. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. I've done enough of that, but <laughs> in there, done that. <laughs> I, I, you know, how did, so you got out here to California. Did you, you know, how did you transition from comedy into, I'm going to do voiceover work. What, what led you to that? Well, it was really uh, back in Dallas where I lived. I've always done voices and impressions and stuff. And so I was able to get a commercial agent in Dallas <clears throat> and done some, uh, they don't do cartoons there. And on the advice of an agent that I had, they said, you know, with all the kind of cartoony voices and things you do, you ought to give it a shot in Hollywood just to see what it was like. And my wife, Jennifer yeah. and I lived in, uh, you know, uh, Dallas and we decided, okay, you know, um, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to jump off the tight wire and see what happens. And I came out here, got an apartment <laughs> and as luck would have it about five months later, my agent said, do you do any of the Disney characters? Because <laughs> at the time there were four or five Mickey's Donald's goofies and they wanted uh, Roy Disney. Michael Eisner wanted to settle on one person for each of the main characters. And I said, yeah. sure. So they gave me a cassette of the original Pinto Kolvig and some old yeah. cartoons. <clears throat> I studied it for yeah. a weekend 
laid down some tracks on a Monday and about a month later, they said they'd like to use you. Wow. What an honor. They don't sign you to a long-term contract or anything. It's for one job only. And I didn't know if they'd ever use me again. Uh, I'd hoped so. And that was a a kind of a terrifying event. uh, My first job, because I'd never been in a big studio and everything. And I, Oh, what do I do? You know, that kind of thing. But I got through it and um, I got to do another one about a month later and a month later. And they kept calling and calling and now it's here uh, we are 30, 30 plus years, years later. <laughs> yeah, they're still calling me. <laughs> right. Yeah. How did you develop Goofy? How did you, yeah. you know, from the Garsh, you know, how, yeah, how yeah, did you, you, did you practice? Anything, I mean, say Garsh. Can you say Garsh for me? <laughs> Gorsh. Oh, I'd be glad <laughs> you. you made my day. I can I can now hang up and go away. <laughs> well, you know, Goofy was my favorite Disney character growing up when I was a kid. And really I don't know. I thought he was yeah. a great character. And so I would run around the house and do all of these kind of voices and just practice it. And uh, you know, I'd see a Bugs Bunny cartoon and I'd run around the house. Oh, brother, give me a carrot, eh? (laughs) (laughs) That metal leg is probably just (laughs) laughing right now. And all of these kind of things. Uh, And so I kind of built a little repertoire of these. And my parents were like, something's wrong with him, you know. (laughs) They didn't get it. But uh, I never thought it'd turn into a career, but it finally did. You you know you I I heard a bit of Yosemite Sam in there and Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, yeah. You did yeah. those voices as well, didn't you? Oh, I did that in the oh movie. Oh my God. Yes. And uh, I was very fortunate. I was able to meet one of my idols, Mel Blank, uh, before he passed. Whoa. Yes. And did that was a great thrill for me because did he pass off any secrets idol. that he had to you? <clears throat> he um he thought that Pinto Colvig's son did Goofy's voice. Oh. And he said, Oh, I I thought uh, you know, I thought Pinto's kid did that. And no, I, I did because he has has a son, Noel Blank, who's filled in for bugs and stuff. But Warner Brothers would have more people yeah. do a Disney set on one voice. So you always heard that same personality. Yeah, that consistency. Same voice. Yeah. And so that familiarity. Yeah. And I think that's why those characters have had the longevity they have. Well, it's funny. There's been like seven yeah. people that have done Goofy, Goofy's voice. Yeah. Well, he's been around ninety some years. You I know. know. <laughs> yeah, that I'm voice never gets never gets you old. Took the, <laughs> you took <laughs> over the reins from Bill Ryan, correct? Bill Ryan. Well, Bill Ryan uh, did Goofy before no, you did. Bill Ryan. Bill did. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Tony Pope had done that. Uh, uh, yeah. House. Is doing it. Smith, it's kind of like what George, I say. Four or five George guys were doing Johnson, it at the same yeah. time, and uh, and but they wanted to settle on one, and so I won the audition out of all those guys. <laughs> did and, and you also worked with Dawes Butler? Did you not at Hanna Barbera? Yes, I did. Dawes Butler, for those that don't know, was a great voice actor who um, did most of Hanna Barbera, like Yogi Bear, Hi Boo Boo, you know. <laughs> Hi, Yogi, you know, and all those, and uh, and Captain Crunch, and some major characters. And when I moved out, someone had said to me, uh, a friend of mine, Oh, you want to learn voiceover? Take classes from Dawes Butler. And I'm saying, The Dawes Butler? And I called him up, and his real voice uh, was kind of like 
Captain Crunch. You, oh, hi, Bill. Come on over. And on Wednesday nights, and well, we learned <laughs> voice acting. It's ten dollars, but if you don't have it, don't worry about it. And he was so nice and <laughs> much wisdom. And we had a lot of great people. Corey Burton and Nancy Cartwright were in my class too, and and took classes from him. Oh my and gosh. He was the one that really was the first to instill in me that it is not voice acting. It's voice acting. The acting is yeah. the important part. The voice will yeah. follow, but yeah. the acting has to lift those words off the page. Well, your, yeah. your body of work has wow. been so impressive. Obviously one of several awards. I'm, I was impressed by the fact that you're, you're a Disney legend, obviously, but you've got the the Annie Award. You've got a Frizz Award. I mean, what, what other awards have you gotten in your career? Well, I've been nominated a couple of times for Emmys, and uh, I've done a lot and uh, gotten uh, a smaller awards, like from my hometown in Kansas, made me uh, the first member of their a Hall of Fame at my high school back in Pratt, oh. Kansas. Congratulations. And, uh, Congratulations. So, yeah, Congratulations. It's a small, doesn't really mean anything to the larger world. Well, it means something to you. Yeah. And going back to the, the, the old roots and the high school and, and um, that, that's cool. That's cool to get recognized by them. Yeah. 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 I mean, all your friends that, that said, oh, yeah, you're going to make it big. And you actually made it big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I ran into some that's old girl really friends. If I knew you're going to be a big star, I would have kept dating you. You know, <laughs> did they write in your year in your yearbook? Uh, this is the voice of Go Goofy. <laughs> if I'd taken the yearbook, I bet they would have. But uh, that's always nice when you get those kind of smaller awards too. But uh, the Annie and yeah. obviously the Disney Legend Award is the, the big one because I got it with the same day of uh, as like Betty White and Robin Williams and some Ooh. big people. And so my hands are in, wow. uh, in the imprint over at uh, the Disney studios and they're oh, you know, yeah. up, legends up on, the, up on the columns and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That the columns. was a great honor. Bill, I, I, I gotta, <clears throat> I, I, I gotta ask you, I, you know, in, 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 I, I, did you literally with friends go around to drive through oh, and, and, oh. and drive through? I did that a few times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> friends would ask me to do some weird voice. And I think one of the favorite voices I probably did was like Mr. Haney, Green Acres. Yeah, if you, oh, yeah. if you remember Green Acres, Pat Buttram, who oh yes, it was just kind of joking around with all this. I would have loved loved to see the face on the person at the fast food counter that was hearing these voices. Probably yeah, was blowing like, their what mind. What's going on out there? That's a green acres here, you know. <laughs> how, how often are you doing voice work? How often are you are you doing goofy? How often are you are, are you are you working? Is it still oh, a regular quite a bit. thing? Every week it seems like. Uh, let me see. Friday I did uh, a show that we have on now called Mickey Mickey's Fun House, Mickey Mouse Fun House. Um, on yeah. Tuesday I'm doing a Minnie's Bowtoons episode, and on Monday we're doing one that I probably can't even mention yet because it hasn't been released yet. So okay. we always do the voices okay. first, then they animate them. So it's like a year down the road it'll come out on television. Were you but, ever, ever involved with the Disney wow. Afternoon? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, back in the old days. Of course, my first series was Goof Troop, which oh, is yes. the uh, uh, yeah. Afternoon. 
And that, that was a biggie yeah. for me. It was the first series that I ever had. And uh, yeah, it's, I had no idea that this thing would have lasted as long as it has, because a lot of people think I'm a Disney employee and I am not never have been oh, uh, you're a contractor. Really? I am an independent contractor. I am Whoa. just a plumber, you know? And so every job I do is a new contract <laughs> for that particular cartoon. Yeah. And so I've now done about 4,000 jobs for uh, Disney over the last 38 years. And uh, they, they're still calling me. Well, does that apply then to the they're other studios as well? You're a separate contractor to them as well? Absolutely. Every job I do is a new contract. Yeah, wow. that's just the way it is in voiceover. Wow. So none of us are employees. So for, for you, so no that's a good thing because uh, no, you have the no, no, no insurance, no health insurance. <laughs> no, we have health insurance, but I get it that's through Screen Actors Guild. Whoa. And so that's go, part the of the deal with the, the Screen Actors Guild. Part of the uh, income goes toward the health care and uh, pension and that sort of thing. And, uh, so, you know, it's, yeah, I have to do it elsewhere, not, not through Disney. Wow. Okay. You know, I, I was going to ask you, uh, there's a gentleman watching and, and he wants to know, uh, one thing, one memory that no one asks him about that you wish people asked you about what's one memory that, that people don't bring up much, but you want to talk about that you like. That's oh your favorite memory. Uh, Do you have one? There's so many. There are so many uh, roles that are like, there goes, there goes Skipper. Hey, Skipper. Um, <laughs> Skipper. <laughs> what voiceover work does he do? <laughs> he's a, he's a guard. <laughs> There's a, a lot of characters that people will come up at comic cons that uh, when I attend and will have me sign for that. I didn't even know they even remembered. Like uh, one of the first video games I did was for LucasArts called Sam and Max Hit the Road. I played the role of Sam, which is a, a pretty popular character. There's a lot of stuff that no one knows that I even did, uh, mostly in movies on like uh, incidental voices and things. Like um, I always tell yeah. the most obscure thing I've ever done was in the mo movie Beauty and the Beast. I was really? in the group of actors that added the uh, different, you know, like group scenes, like the people attacking the castle at the end of the movie. I'm part of that. Yo, kill the beast, that kind of thing. And um, <laughs> one, of the guards one, and stuff? one scene where Gaston, uh, uh, Gaston is uh, singing in a, a bar and yeah. he's talking about okay. decorating rattlers and all this kind of thing. And he throws three eggs up in the air and they go, look, 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 and that's me. So I'm, I'm yeah. egg. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> <laughs> and I love those little, very, you know, no one would ever know that. And, uh, but it's fun when yeah. you hear that and you, you kind of know, oh, that was me. That was cool. <laughs> you do these are like it's your inside joke. You, you know, yeah. It's your inside joke. How funny. Yeah. How, like how many, story, okay, you said uh, you've been, you know, Monsters Inc., for example, I, some of the little yellow guys that find the sock on the one guys when he comes back, that's me. Uh, <laughs> that's you. Uh, Non-Disney movies. Um, I was at the movie Shrek 2 that I did with my son, and there was a, a scene toward the end of the movie where they're having a, a big party at the castle, and there was an announcer that said, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Princess Fiona and Prince Shrek. And my son goes, hey, Dad, that was you. And I, yeah, I guess it was. I forgot. <laughs> 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 I didn't even recognize that. 
<laughs> well, you so have a very distinct you go, you tone to your, your voice. voice. <laughs> that's yeah. what, that's you, what your, your voice is so. Yeah, your voice is so distinctive. You did other, you know, the one thing. Did you ever do Huckleberry Hound? Did you? Did never, you ever do uh, him? Uh, that was actually Dawes's cousin from North Carolina, so I had that deep South. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Thing. You know, but I never really. Uh, well, you're just doing foghorn leghorn, so let's hear a little more. Foghorn leghorn. Probably one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. When he when he confronts that little, I'm looking for a chicken hawk. Oh my gosh! I mean, I I can just hear it now. You know, about as sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> those those what those three word liners are just <laughs> they were yeah not a boy that doesn't like baseball you know <laughs> oh, oh my gosh do they do they know you all over the world like when you go to Japan do they know you Bill are you are you well known well, in Japan as well? I well find, I haven't but you have to be in character to have them know you, right? <laughs> Some people do, but generally that's one of the nice things. And Dawes Butler used to say that it was one of the best things about voice acting is that uh, your character is famous, but you aren't. Yeah. And so I've never had any trouble. There are no paparazzi outside right now. I can go to the store anytime I <laughs> oh, want. Oh, darn. Then and you need to open your curtains. <laughs> But it's, it's almost yeah. magic when you meet a celebrity or something that you, someone that you admire and you do the voice for them yeah. and their, their eyes just kind of light up and they just, Ooh. Oh my gosh, it's like instant. There's a connection there. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. really because these characters are so important in people's lives and that they grew up with that there's an instant camaraderie that kind of comes about. I would say, yeah, yeah Gookie's famous. Yeah. I'm not, but I get to hang around with him. Wow. Yeah. You're a good buddy of his. That's I was going to say, cause it's, it's probably taken you all over the world. Hasn't it? It's, it's taken you Not all over really. the world to do no, different things. Surprised. Really? No, I've never been to any of the Disney parks overseas. Seriously. I've never, you know, no, I've never been. Uh, I, I do occasionally do comic cons in other uh, places. I've been to England doing those into Australia and New Zealand, stuff like that. But uh, not through Disney. No, I'm kind of a matter of fact, it kind of kept me close to home in the early days because they when I was still doing stand up, I quit doing stand up because of Disney. Uh, I'd gotten the role and they'd call up and they'd say, we need you tomorrow for a cartoon. And my wife would say, well, he's up in Oregon doing a comedy club and he'll be back on Monday. And they would say, well, if he can't be available, we'll maybe have to get someone else. And I what? said, quit. I'll hang by the phone. It's too much fun to give up. <laughs> have you ever done multiple characters? Disney pays a little bit better than stand-up comedians. <laughs> yeah. oh. What'd you say, Greg? I was saying, have you ever done like multiple characters in the same, in the same movie? Oh, the yeah, same absolutely. Switching between them and such? Yeah, well, of course, the two big ones for Disney are Goofy and Pluto, but I'm yeah. also a horse horse collar. Um, I did a show called Amphibia, which was on. I play a character named Hop Pop, and rarely do they inter ever interact, but Goofy and Pluto are in about every cartoon together. Yeah. And so we'll do a run with Goofy first, but Pluto can be a little rougher on my throat, so we'll save Pluto and the barking, <laughs> and whoa, you know, you do that for a while, and 
Well, you start sounding like the Godfather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got a lot of Brando going there. Start going horse after a while. There's a show that we did, a series called Mickey and the Road you... Racers, and I did about 30-some characters on that over the life of that series. Whoa. So, yeah. So, yeah, they always okay. – see, the nice thing is on uh, Screen Actors Guild, the rules, if you're hired for a role, they can use you for up to three roles without paying you any more. So, for incidental, like, okay, you're the talking tree, you're the dog, you're the uh, hot dog vendor, whatever, you know, little – might be one or two lines. And so I was always, I always do yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you get okay. royalties from, did, from past did, movies that you're on that, that yes, come back and be, Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, the way, even oh. before I'm still getting residuals on, I think the first movie I ever did, which was one I did back in Dallas called RoboCop, the original RoboCop. I was an oh. on the street reporter. And so, yeah, I still get residual checks for that. Whoa. Yeah, RoboCop going back to what's that? 1988, somewhere in that neighborhood. Wow. 86. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh wow. Then um when, when you're preparing for a voice, how do you how do you prepare? Uh, what's what's your preparation? Do you do you voice it in the mirror and, and or do you just kind of work work it through in your head? Yeah, uh, no, uh, not a mirror because that's kind of irrelevant in voiceover. So we just got a microphone. But what I do, and especially did in the early days, um, like for example, if I got a character that I was voice matching, I would get a tape of the character and I would take a little sentence here and there and kind of do that over and over and play it back. Okay, it's got to be a little higher, a little lower, slower, faster, and try and do it until I'm kind of getting the idea of how this character talked and then add more words until I can talk like that. And a character like uh, yeah. Hop Hop on Amphibia, they just gave me a script and it had a picture of what they think the character is going to look like. And I just got to come up with a voice is that how you came up with with that that one makoto makoto date is that how you Mate, did that one Mate, yes okay um that they did not want it that was done in japan first and so they were all japanese actors uh and uh but they did not want a japanese style accent they wanted so i just kind of went with the emotions of him he's kind of brooding he can be a little tough so it's a, a kind of a deeper voice and a little bit uh, intense, you know, and uh, so yeah. that, but they didn't want a voice as such. They wanted the emotion of the character more. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're talking, you feel like, like, like <laughs> yeah. So Bill, you know, I mean, one of the things that we talk about, you know, and, and you being a legend, I'm sure people have sent you so many goofy things and so many oh, yeah. collectibles and things like Which that. Is there anything in particular like? that you love? Yeah. What is your collection yeah. like? Do you have anything uh, that you collect? Oh yeah. Many things. Uh, well, hold on one second here. <laughs> oh, take your time. Take your time, Bill. Yeah. Guys, well, we're with the great Bill Farmer. learned out that I loved Halloween. And so they sent me this okay. statue. Oh, wow. And a neat one, and oh, his eyes light wow. up when you turn him on here and everything. But it's a real, real cool little thing. And who was the artist? If we yeah. can give a shout out for that person, I have no idea who the artist was. What is this? This is this theme artist Costa Al 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 Al
Costa Alvesos. Okay. Whoa. And I'll okay. see if it even works. Let's see if it even works. Kudos to that guy, man. That's a beautiful statue. Isn't it a nice one? Yeah, it really it sure is. is. Probably a, let's see. Gorgeous. No, battery's dead, so. <laughs> <laughs> Very appropriate for, for, for a mummified uh, goofy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, people send things all the time and uh, or bring them up to me and just little little things. Um, I don't know, like someone gave me this. This is an interesting Mickey Mouse, or there's that Minnie, I guess that would be Minnie, who's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, Oh, is that, is that yeah. Funko? Nations, yeah. <laughs> wow. She's, yeah, yeah. And it's he, from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and there's a Mickey from the oh same thing. Oh, Sally. That was a Sally. Yeah, there, was, there was another one from... Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> kind of a crossover Oogie Boogie. Yeah. Mickey and, uh, and Oogie Boogie there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And here's one do from... You, do uh, you collect... Yeah, I do have some collections of things. This is really old that this is from uh, Alco Duck Walls, which was a department store in my hometown in Kansas. Whoa. I had this this little thing, and I... Oh, yeah, you squeeze it, and he flips over and yeah, stuff. He yeah, flips yeah. Over. yeah. And so that's probably from the 1950s there. So. Very cool. <laughs> but yes, I got a lot of, a lot of stuff around. So you've got a lot of inspiration, a lot of reminders around you at all times, Absolutely. basically. They're of all good times. All good times. Are are you are you gonna keep doing goofy as long as they'll have you? Is is that something could you do you still enjoy doing it as much as when you started? Oh yeah. Every every time you gotta do something. I, I've never been one that wanted to retire. Uh, and people always say, why don't you retire? You're old enough. But I mean, why? It's the most fun job there is. I get to inhabit this character and bring him to life every week. And it doesn't take that much of my time. We usually record on Mondays or Fridays. And uh, so I have most of my week open, but it's just a blast. And I get to work with my son. We get to create yeah. something. And then, uh, you know, a year later, I'll see it on television. And then, oh, yeah, I remember doing that. that I, can't see, I can't see you aging <laughs> out of this character. All I can see is your voice getting much more richer as you get older, that that character of Goofy is going to be that much better for, for the rest of us. The nice part is that yeah. I don't look like I did when I started this job. But uh, it does. <laughs> so, and actually, I think I'm, I'm better at it because... I think I'm a better actor. And the more you yeah. know a character, the more of the personality you can put in it. And so yeah. that's really yeah. where the secret of doing these voices is. You're not doing doing a voice. You are, are you ever, becoming are you ever a, telling the, the directors of, of these different um, you know movies that you're in, involved in? Are you ever telling them this is what, what Goofy would do as opposed to having them tell you what they think Goofy should yeah. do? Yeah, I'll change lines of script if I don't think it fits the character. And I'll usually say, hey, how about if he says this? And I'll try it. And quite often they'll say, yeah, that is better. Let's use that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I mean, I'm sure they're taking your input. You probably got people, you know, that are just coming up that, you know, are going, all right, what would Goofy do? And they're asking your opinion, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, that seems like you're the leading the authority on, on Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been hanging around with yeah. Pluto, too, you know. Pluto's actually tougher to and do. Like I say, it's rougher on the vocal cords. And then they'll always have a, a line like, 
acquisitive, uh, affirmative uh, nod or bark. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, do that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> do you? Uh, are you currently doing any work with Warner Brothers as well, and in, in any of those Not other right studios? Not now. Um, uh, no. Um, mostly, it's just Disney, and I've kind of I backed off a little bit. I'll never back off of the Disney stuff, but I don't audition as much for yeah. new things that might be more stressful on my a uh, lot of video games like i did the uh, yakuza games okay. and uh, every once in a while i'll do that but i don't i don't push it the way that i used to uh because i still get plenty of work with the uh, disney and uh, i've been very fortunate with you know um the 7d as doc in that was a series and uh, amphibia and we did our live action show that was on disney plus for three and a half years, which was called It's a Dog's Life with Bill Farmer, wow. which we yeah. um, actually went around and found out about real dogs. And I was on camera finding out about these real dogs that have amazing jobs, which was a delight because I first time wow. I've ever pitched a show to Disney, sold a show to Disney, produced it and uh, starred in it. And we went all, to 11 dog related, huh? All dog related. We we went and visited the the mayor of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky, who was a dog. They elected a dog. <laughs> they elected a dog. <laughs> yeah, they elected a dog. And I asked one guy there, "Why did you elect a dog as your mayor?" He said, well, he's a lot better than the guy we did have. <laughs> what they do? It's a it's a little uh, it's a very small town. But uh, they have a obviously it's a dollar a vote. You have to buy a vote, but you can do it from anywhere and you can vote as many times. They use that money to help keep the, the uh, stores of this little, little tiny town in uh, uh, northern Kentucky. Uh, Didn't any know, of the cats it, object? It, they, they make money that way. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't have to be oh a dog. It, can be a, it was a donkey once. So, you know. <laughs> Equal rights for donkeys and cats. <laughs> yes. And uh, that, was, that was bizarre. Um, and the, well, yeah, the Cincinnati Zoo was one of my favorites where they are raising one of their cheetahs with a dog. They didn't Whoa. have a cheetah, but they need a sibling. They like a sibling. And a dog will work fine. So these this dog and a, and a cheetah are being raised together. And then um, in about wow. three years, these cheetahs are much bigger and they are fast, you know, and, uh, but oh, they yeah, love I love to see fast. a barking cheetah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pick a, up a those traits. Oh. So, so you, you got to do that for three years. So you, 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 you did that for three years. Is, is there any chance you'll get to do it again? Did they I like it? Is it to, uh, they're kind of going through, uh, upheavals over there at Disney plus and everything. And they had that on and I'd love to do another season of it. There's so many stories we didn't get to tell. And uh, like uh, yeah. a dog that in, uh, we went to Hawaii in our last episode and there's dogs that try and find snakes in imparted cars that come from other islands. They don't want a snake to hitch a ride in the wheel well of a car <laughs> and then infect, get loose in Hawaii, which so do those snakes come put off a, a specific scent for these dogs? Yeah. These the scent glands of a dog are so amazing. We did um, 
one avalanche rescue dogs where they buried me in the snow on a mountain in, uh, uh, where, where, where was it? Um, in, in Colorado at the top of a mountain, about 14,000 feet. And they actually had to bury me, but these dogs can smell a person that's trapped under an avalanche down to about a feet, uh, 20 feet. It's amazing Whoa. what wow. these dogs can smell wow. and use their smell for. Did they use a specific dog that's a breed incredible. for that? In like the Telluride in, in Colorado, they were using, uh, uh, what were they, uh, golden retrievers or, uh, you know, a Labradors, a Labrador wow. retriever. Oh, and yeah. But they were teaching yeah. them. And I find most rescue dogs and things like that are usually mutts. They generally aren't purebreds. And usually they don't yeah. make that great pets because they're just hyper and they want yeah. the toy and they'll, yeah, I'll find the guy for the toy. And, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of training, so you're a big, you're a big dog advocate. Yes, you're, I am. You're a big yes, dog advocate. So, you know, you just, you just rescued a dog, you know, are, are you involved in any other groups that are rescue anything like that, Bill? I'll give, I'll give money when I find things like, you know, rescue dogs or yeah. something. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've given money to shelters and things just because I just love them. I think they're great. And, uh, I've had, uh, we were without a dog for about a year before we got Skipper and, uh, the house was just kind of lonely, just warm Quiet. and yeah. inviting when there's not a dog there. And yeah. when my wife goes on a trip yeah. or something and she leaves me here, he's such a great companion and he'll sleep on my lap. And they're yeah. just, they're just great. They, if you ever have a high blood pressure, get a dog. They'll, they'll oh. right down. Shoes <laughs> up do my you, shoes. I got to ask. Do you, but other than that, <laughs> I was raised with cats do and dogs. And now I, I can relate. Yeah, do you they talk are to him in your voice, them. Bill? Do you, do you, do I want to talk to him in any of your voices? Do you talk to Skipper in any of your voices? I what he would sound like. He's part bully and American bully and Chihuahua and, uh, you know, French bulldog. So I will, he'd probably be, you know, what's a French bulldog? It's, uh, he'd probably be like Pepe Le Pew. In New York. Yeah, yeah, this is the way. But you know, French accent. And if you like a French bulldog. He probably understands you too. Yeah, he'll look at me. Oh, I try a lot of voices on. <laughs> Do you ever talk to him in Goofy? Do you ever sound like yeah, Goofy? He, he's, yeah, he, he doesn't react. He just kind of looks at me like, "What, what are you? What are you doing, Dad?" Waiting <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> and he'll, well, you don't know the word dinner. You know, then food. Okay, that's the magic dinner. word. It's not the voice tone. It's it's the word. Oh. He's I can always yeah, look at the word trying food. to figure out my word. Are there any words in there I know like walk or or food or you know dinner or whatever? Treat. Yeah, treat. Treat. <laughs> walk and uh, uh, are you hungry? Want some food? And then he's <laughs> yes, Daddy. <laughs> you uh well, you you were mentioning off uh, off uh, podcast earlier that. You and your son are going to be performing uh, yeah. recently uh, or coming up. You want to tell everybody about that? I'm going to be on a, a Disney cruise. Uh, it's the first international Disney cruise one that I've been on, and it's in the Mediterranean. Ooh. And um, But I'm going to be performing a couple of songs from a goofy movie that I sang, 
and uh, but uh, Max isn't going to be with us, and so my son has uh, uh, kindly said that he would help out, and so he's going to be singing with me for the first time on a stage on a Disney uh, cruise ship. I'm not even sure which ship it is Whoa. yet, but uh, that's in May, and that, I'm looking forward to that. Are you excited? Yeah, very I was excited. Say, and, and the whole family's going. Oh, working yeah, with family. The whole that's family's be a going. Joy. Your wife is going. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't pass that one up because I've never been really in the Mediterranean area. So we're going from Spain to over to Italy and stopped in between, and it's going to be great. I would imagine yeah. you're probably going to be stopping oh, in St. Marco Square. <laughs> we Most could be. Uh, I think yeah. we get to go to Pompeii, which I'm especially excited Whoa. to and uh, to take a tour of that. And uh, yeah, it's my first time there, so I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So is, is, so this is the first time you're performing basically with your son, uh, just on in front stage, of people, yes. correct? Yeah. It's uh yeah. Okay. Um, I've done a couple of other little kind of impromptu things, but this is the first really scripted show with my son, except Did for he, him running yeah. the board here when we record a cartoon. Is he on the other side of the, of the, of the <laughs> camera right now? No, no, this is just, uh, I just got my laptop here, Okay. but, uh, I can turn it around and you can see the kind of the outfit we use here. Yes. You see, that's kind of what, what we have here. Oh, Macintosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Our, yeah. Mac studio. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, behind me is my microphone that I use. Uh, I, I sit, let me see if I can get it there. You can kind of see. Yeah. Yeah, so I just sit there, and that's wow. where we do it, and uh, and that's where all the cartoons come from. That's impressive. That's where the magic happens. Like, that's yeah. that's where the Disney magic happens. <laughs> I'm used to seeing studios where they have those funky, like triangle pyramids coming out of the walls like, to, uh, to to reduce the you know the noise, background noise, and such. Yeah. Yours is just an office, like like it's my right a here. Room, and uh, we do have some things up here. Uh, we have some uh, panels up here to help with reflections. But uh, it has a great yeah. sound, and wow. that's all you need. If it's the right sound, it works. It works. <laughs> how long have you that's been impressive. using that studio? How long have you been using? All the way through yeah, COVID. How long have you been using that? We're all stuck at home. Um, we started doing yeah. this, and so all of us had to record from home. And uh, we just kind of kept with it after COVID kind of went away because it's so easy. And we had the, the procedure down. They just email me the scripts. And I don't even have to print them out anymore. I just got it on an iPad and I just pull it up and we go through the lines and it's nonlinear. So I don't do it with Mickey and Donald and you know everybody. I just do my lines. They edit them in later on. And that's, that's kind of it. You know, yeah. as I'm listening to do your you, voice, Bill, you, you just remind me of that guy who used to do the mutual of Omaha commercials. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, well, that, there was the, uh, what was it, the nature show? What was, was that Bill Burrard or something? Or, you know, yeah, uh, one of those guys. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm Mutual seeing right of now. Omaha. Is you. Mutual of yeah. Omaha. <laughs> oh, I used to watch that show. When there was, I was a Mutual of Omaha. Wild King. That was it. That was Jacques it. Yes. Wild, Wild King. King. Yes. And Wild they don't do uh, Thank you. I, they used to have commercials in that show all the time. Yeah. And they always have weird lead ins like, you know, the turtle has a shell to protect him, but what do people have? They have mutual of mutual Omaha of insurance. 
One of those shameless plugs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When did, when did you first were all these influences on you? All these shows from like being a kid. Oh, yeah. What was the first I voice was, that you tried to mimic? I uh I I I would just love the movies and I just love television. And I don't know. I just kind of found that I had a little propensity for imitating. And uh, I just kind of practiced on these TV shows and would practice the thing for no real reason other than it was just fun. And uh, then my friends caught on it. And that's when they'd like late, later on to take me uh, through, uh, you know, my order. <laughs> And then in college at band breaks, I was in a fraternity and uh, at a band break, they'd say, Hey farmer, get up and do something, you know? So I had to kind of start writing <laughs> something to perform. And so I started writing jokes and everything. And that kind of led to the stand up. And uh, I did radio for a number of years and then stand up for about six years before. So I was uh, doing stuff for about 12 years before I got the role of Goofy. So it's like, uh, yeah. it didn't come suddenly. A lot of people think it's, wow, overnight, but no, not at all. Not to put you on the spot, yeah, but can you just fun. give me a little brief of one of your stand-up routines that you do? Oh, gosh. I, I uh, let's see. Gosh, what, what kind of things did I used to do? I would... Uh, like I used to do a Johnny Carson and that old Karnak thing. I don't know if oh. anyone even remembers. Yes. <laughs> yes. He would always have these envelopes with answers and he'd go, and the answer is Donald Duck. And the question, what do you say to a Disney character during a drive-by shooting? Donald Duck. You know, bad jokes like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's it's seriously funny bill because when we go places my partner will tell people oh vince is johnny carson and i'm ed mcmahon you know and so oh, we're sitting yeah. there looking at me and i'm like well you know i don't do that but i mean that's what he equates us to <laughs> donald duck <laughs> oh my gosh did your did your parents get to see you perform did they did they see my all this? Mom did. I lost my dad when I was 19. So oh, he really never got any inkling of all this. My mother did. And she would see me at comedy clubs and, and it was around till, uh, uh, and I'd done about 10 years of doing goofy, um, yeah. before she passed away. And, uh, yeah, she got a chance to see it all. And I'm very Is happy. She your biggest that. fan. <laughs> she was, I think. Yeah. She would, uh, she, if I, when I do a, a stand up or something, if I did something that was a little risque or something, she, she'd laugh, but go, Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, that's the whole point. That's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Right. I, I've got a, I've got a guy who's asking me, uh, did you do the kingdom hearts games? Did you do goofy in the kingdom hearts games? Yes, I did. Oh, and, <clears throat> yeah, that's actually the longest running series I think we've had because I think the first one came out in 2002, I think. Whoa. And uh, so it's been 20 some years. And uh, I know that the that's one of the only things we've ever done that was that was done in Japan first. So what I'm doing in the studio, I'm hearing the Japanese goofy all it's already been animated and I'm, I'm trying to put the English 
goofy in the same amount of time that the guy's doing Japanese goofy and trying wow. to match the lip flaps as much as I can. So they have very little reanimation to do because uh, that gets expensive. And, um, it's, it's people always say, you know, what do you think? I, I never get a sense of the story because you jump around. The script is like a thousand lines or more, and it takes a yeah. long time. And it's like, okay, you're on page one, you're on page 18, page 84, 126, something, and you have three or four lines. And then Mickey's talking in, in Japanese, and I'm responding, we're sore, let's go, you know. And, and <laughs> I don't get a sense of what the story is. So it's a difficult style of acting, but uh, it, they're great games. And I, I watched my son play it. I can't play it, but yeah. 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 So, I, I was so when you're in the studio, are you seeing the faces of the other voiceover actors? No, and no. no separate, separate rooms. The finished, entirely. Game, the finished game that they did in Japan and we're turning it into English. And only I'm not with the other actors, so I'm just doing Goofy's lines and adding my my take on those lines and trying to and Japanese is a little faster than English generally, yes. or at least faster than the way that I speak as Goofy. And so cramming those words in there, sometimes I got to kind of hurry it up because I, we can't really stretch it either way. So I've got to get it right in that pocket, and that right. makes it a little more difficult. Yeah. Have you, have you know, Vito uh, oh, Kovic did did Goofy's high pitched laugh, and yeah. there is a gentleman named Dan, one of our listeners. He asks, "Have you ever attempted that high pitched Goofy laugh? Have you oh, the yell, the Goofy yell, as we call oh, it? Oh yeah, you know, I do that quite often. But that wasn't even Pinto Kovic. That's kind of a, a misnomer. That was for a guy named Hans Schroll, who was a yodeler in uh, uh, the cartoon 1947, I think it was, The Art of Skiing. The, the beauty of skiing is that, you know, kind of. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's oh, wow. Do you happen to have that, Vince? That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, I I, I keep that with me. Oh yeah, yeah. Bill Farmer is always with me. Bill Farmer is always on my desk. And so, it, right it, here it, in it, the heart. And again, you're, you know, I, I'm I'm a fan. I'm I'm a huge fan. like I'm geeking out right now, and I'm trying to be really cool about it. You're dealing but with two fanboys here, Bill. That's yeah, totally I've cool. known you since I was a kid. I've known you since I was a kid. My daughters know you. My granddaughter knows you. Everybody knows you. So you know, I mean, it, it's you've got three generations of of fans alone. So, yeah. you know, I yeah. mean, it's hard not to go, Oh my God, Bill, can, yeah. can you sign this? Can you do that? You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. So, but yeah, I mean, everyone should be a goofy yeah. fan. He's a great character. Yeah. Do you, do you get calls to do Horace horse caller very often? Do you, are, are you still doing Horace? With that character? Oh, because oh you don't hear requests for horse very often. <laughs> you wouldn't have believed what just happened. My, Skipper something over again with this on his head. Oh no. <laughs> He's going hint, hint, dad, I feed I, me. I should have tipped the camera down there. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> lunchtime, Bill. It's lunchtime. <laughs> you want to know what Goofy's dog looks like? This is this is there him. we go. <laughs> you look in there? You look there? There's going, Skipper. Give me a treat, Dad. <laughs> Skipper, Skipper yeah. everybody. Goofy has a dog. 
Yes, so, Goofy has so, a dome. This is so Danny dome. Danny DeMeyer, one of our, okay. our, our admins, asks, okay, if Mickey's a mouse and Pluto's a dog, what is Goofy? What is Goofy? That's the big he's mystery. Kind of, um, I think uh, they've never really had, they say he's not a dog. He's like an anthropomorphic dog. But uh, the way I like him, he's, he's kind of like a, he's a mog. He's a man dog. He's a man dog. A, a wolf is not a dog, but it's a canine. So Goofy's a canine. But uh, I think a uh, Latin name, Goofus Canis, I think would be. Uh, <laughs> Goofus Canis. <laughs> Goofus. You know, Goofus Canis. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness do they so when's the next time you know because i know disney likes to bring you in are you going to be at disneyland anytime soon are they going to be doing anything for you any you know because you just had an anniversary you know so i mean you know they've, they've got to yeah, be you know yeah. um oh well i'm 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 working tomorrow uh, from here and doing a cartoon and and on tuesday and there's always events. I'm going to be going down to Disney World later in the spring uh, for okay. a couple of events. And I never know that much ahead of time, really. Quite often, yeah. it's like, this is for next week. And that's about the lead time I get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're cooking up. Yeah. Do you ever get to work with the animators at all? Do you ever... Do you ever go into the studio and, and work with the animators on something or a project? Does that ever happen? No. Well, um, the last time I was really with the animators and creators was they did the um, uh, Once Upon a Studio cartoon. That's on Disney Plus with all yeah. of the Disney oh, characters. Yeah. yeah. And Eric Goldberg, who did all the 2D animation on that and did the uh, uh, genie from Aladdin. He drew yeah. that. He's an amazing guy. He's yeah. an incredible He's artist. Of all of the 2D animation on that. And, um, yeah, I've, I've worked with him on occasion, but generally, no, it's pretty well, uh, fleshed out before I get my, uh, <laughs> my mitts on it. And, uh, mine is like, you know, like what you'd said earlier, uh, if maybe something doesn't sound exactly right for Goofy to say, I'll make a suggestion. Well, let's say it this way and I'll do it two or three different ways. And, oh, I like B that was good, you know? And so yeah. that's, I'll just put my two cents in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bill, I, I, I know your dog. I, I know Skipper's probably pretty hungry and he's probably yanking at you. So <laughs> you know what? I, it, it, it has been such a pleasure. It has been such a pleasure. Oh, Bill, thank you so me. much. My pleasure. It was delightful. It was a lot of fun. I hope we you're can do such this again a fun guy to talk to. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Guys, everybody, again, the great Bill Farmer. And Bill, thank you again. And um, anything you want to plug other than the cruise ship, anything that you got coming up that you want anybody yeah. to see or take a look at? Um, anyone's ever thinking of getting into voiceover, they can learn by listening to some demos and stuff. They can go to my website, uh, which is, uh, my company is tunehouse.com, T-O-N-H-O-U-S-E.com or, uh, see what my son's up to at his website, drumfarmer.com and see him do his wonderful drumming and stuff. He's great. Not just cause he's my son, but he really is good. And, um, and then just, uh, who knows what's coming up in the future, you know? Yeah. <laughs> never well, know. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get yeah. to talk to you again in the future and see what else you got coming up. Cause I know this is still a long yeah. ways from ending. Oh, I to know how, how the cruise went. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you that after cruise, we'll do one of these and I'll tell all you all. Right. 
That would right, be wonderful. Man. Thank you much, guys. Take My care, pleasure. and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Bill. Have a great one. Take Bye-bye. care, Bill. Take care.